Welcome to the Business Information Buffet Podcast brought to you by the Minority Business Development Agency. Each week, we'll be featuring business owners and entrepreneurs that will provide their personal recipe for business, powerful conversations, and knowledge of the business world. We amplify the stories of various backgrounds, cultures, and expertise. Our self-identity is as diverse as our social community. We cultivate a community of like-minded individuals that share their different perspectives, broadening our worldview. Are you ready? This is the Bib Podcast, where everybody eats. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Welcome back to the Business Information Buffet Podcast, also known as the Bib Podcast, where everybody eats. We are here for another incredible episode. Today is slightly different as I am filling in as a guest host. I am Emily Raphael, one of the Asian community liaisons for the Nevada Growth and Minority Business Development Agency here in Las Vegas. And it is my first time guest hosting, so please bear with me. We have so much to talk about with our special guest today. So without any further ado, let me introduce you to our special guest. He was born where the popular BTS group is from, Seoul, Korea. At the age of six, his family moved to Guam and he lived there for about 10 years before moving here to Las Vegas and he has lived here since. He has been working in web development for over 10 years, specializing in e-commerce and marketing websites. Now, he creates websites for clients ranging from small businesses to Emmy Award-winning companies. In his spare time, he likes to take photos and attend music festivals with his girlfriend. Everyone, the founder of Studio Canvas, Ben Kang. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me today. Welcome, Ben. It's so great to be here with you. We're finally meeting with you face to face this finally, time. The flesh. Yes, yeah. yeah. We've been talking for months and months virtually, and then now we get to really see each other. Um, so, Ben, tell us more about yourself. Absolutely. So, um, I run a business where I develop websites for a lot of small businesses out here in Las Vegas. Um, really ranging from anything like restaurants to um, private practitioners, real estate agencies, and things like that. So I've been in the field for about 10 years now, and I really enjoy what I do. That's great to hear. So um, could you, I really need to ask this, because coming from the island of Oahu, I really need to know how it is to grow up in Guam and then coming to Las Vegas, where it's a lot different. Yes, absolutely. One thing for sure is the weather is very different because I was very used to like the tropical side, living in Guam. Anywhere that you live in Guam, like the beach is only five minutes away. It's a very, very small island. So I loved growing up over there, um, you know, going to the beach, doing a lot of nature stuff and things like that. Um, but then it's a very small place. So once you're, you know, hit your adult life, there's not too much to do in terms of like pursuing your careers and things like that. So. 
my brother, he had the opportunity to move out here to Las Vegas. So he came here first. And then eventually then my whole family, my mom and my dad and myself, we moved to Las Vegas and we've been here for about 15, uh, 15 years now. And we just really like it here a lot. Oh yeah, that was really hard for me. Uh, my first summer here in Las Vegas. Oh yeah. It was like scorching hot and I was like, do I really want to stay here? But I have no, <laughs> nowhere to go because I was stuck here. But it takes I, such a long time to get used to. And I gotta say like when I was living in Guam, I never had to use like moisture, uh, like moisturizer or body lotion or anything like that because it's so humid. So when I first came out here, I'm like, wow, it's just so dry. I'm not used to this, you know? But then now I actually prefer the dry, like, um, like weather out here in like in comparison to like the humidity. So whenever I go to California or like go to Florida, I'm like, it's hot. I'm like sweaty everywhere, you know? It's funny you said that because uh, the first time I went back to Hawaii, I was like, what is that? What am I feeling? It was sweaty. <laughs> so I could, yeah, I could definitely relate to mm -hmm. that. So, um, yeah, and I was actually here for three year plan and now it's 18 years living in Las Vegas. Wow. Yeah. So, well, anyways, um, you started web development, uh, 10 years ago. Um, what made you decide to go into web development and design? Yeah. You know, um, with design, I was always interested in design ever since I was a little kid. Like, in my spare time, I always like to draw, kind of doodle and do things like that. I always lean on my creative side, you know, for fun. And that kind of always carried on with me um, as I got older. When I got older, um, I definitely wanted to do something like in the art um, area, anything related to design and art and things like that. So I actually majored in graphic design. Um, the funny thing is, I never really worked as a graphic designer because my first job, um, once I graduated, I was a email developer. And my priority was to you know, design a little bit and write some code. But at the time, I didn't really know how to write code. But it was great because my manager at the time, her name is Anne, she actually um, taught me for about a week to you know, get me up to speed with all the basics. And once I got comfortable with that, slowly um, I went from email to actually creating my first webpage and then to you know, creating my own website. And um, I've been self-taught since, but I've been really lucky to have a lot of you know, support from the people around me. And I've just been doing that you know, ever since, just really always learning because constantly in the technology field, you always have to learn because it's constantly shifting. Yeah, that's something that I, is true. So could you tell us what kind of programming languages do you normally use? Absolutely. So programming, um, specifically for programming languages, I like to use JavaScript and PHP. So for a lot of websites that I make for my clients, I use PHP. That's kind of been around. That's what powers this um, tool called WordPress. And I believe it's something like WordPress powers like 60% of the websites that you see on the web today. So it's still around, it's been around for a very long time, but it's constantly improving. So it's still a very good tool to use. Um, in addition to that, I write with HTML, CSS, and I do a lot of my logic with, uh, uh, with JavaScript. So those are, you know, the tools that I basically use every single day. Oh, thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, one night I was in my hotel room. I love to travel. Um, and I was watching this episode. It's international house hunting. And there was this young man, very young. Um, and he was looking to actually rent a place in Bali, Indonesia. 
and for a year. And I was like, wow, this young man is so young. Um, so he used the terminology, digital nomad. And I was like, Ooh, I've never heard of that terminology before. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I love to travel. I, I travel abroad overseas and, um, really, I mean, if, that digital nomad, you know, I wish I'm in the tech, but I would have pursued that because I would really love to travel and live in different places around the globe and then be able to work remotely. So has that ever occurred to you? I mean, you know, you're in the industry, tech industry, where you could actually work anywhere, anywhere in the world. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That is definitely one of the best perks about working in the tech field because um, my girlfriend, soon to be fiance, um, she works in the medical field and, you know, um, as great as that is because there's job security and, you know, that's not going anywhere anytime mm -hmm. soon. Um, you're almost always tied to like a physical location because you have to go to a hospital, you have to go to an office and that's where you, you know, do your practice and things like that. So, um, whereas for someone like me, there's so much autonomy because everything that I do can be done just with a laptop just on a computer. So even if I'm on the other side of the world, I can still technically do whatever I'm doing now and really just travel and enjoy life and do all those things. So right now, currently, um, I have some ties to Las Vegas, so that's why I'm still here. But then definitely, you know, within the next several years, once I have more freedom and versatility, I absolutely want to take advantage of this opportunity that I have because I think it's just so great and special that I can be in Korea, I can be in back in Guam if I wanted to and then still operate my business and there will be almost little to no hiccup. And I think that's really great because life really just goes by so fast. And sometimes I talk to people all the time that has, you know, um, maybe never left the country, maybe have only gone to several different countries. And, you know, for someone like me that really likes to travel, I really want to, you know, take advantage of that. So I can go to many of these you know, different places, you know, and not only just see it on my phone or on TV, you know? So that's definitely one of the perks um, that I like about, you know, working in the technology field. That's great. Right. So I really have to echo that because I think it's uh, very enriching when you experience living abroad or visiting abroad. Um, traveling really changes you. You're never the same when you come back. Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. So let's, let's see to the next segment right here. Recipe versus the outcome. In this segment, we discuss your journey, how you planned the business, and what challenges you faced, how you were able to overcome it, and the outcome. So Ben, what made you decide to start, to start a business instead of working for a traditional corporation? Yeah, you know, I think it, um, again, kind of piggybacks off of that autonomy and having that freedom. I think it's great because when you run your own business, you're kind of, you know, your own boss. So you get to really set the timelines and your goals and you yourself is responsible about, you know, how much you can make, how much, how much success that you have. And so if you're, you know, the right person, you know, to be in that position, then there's the sky's the limit. There's just so much that you can do. And especially with the technology field, there's so many different things that you can specialize in. Even though I do web development specifically, if you're a developer, you can be, 
um, a front-end developer. That's someone that kind of focuses on you know the user interface, what you see, the design. You can be a back-end developer. So if you're more comfortable with numbers and data, that's what you can specialize in. And of course, with crypto blowing up right now, uh, another field that's very, very um, like um, gaining in popularity is something called a blockchain developer. And those developers are responsible for, you know, uh, building on top of Ethereum, you know, ERC721 and there's Solana. So this is just really like, it's like the dot com. Once again, it's like um, at that time I was too young, you know, I was like maybe in my, um, I like five or six years old, so I didn't even know anything about you know the dot com boom then. But then now we're almost living in that age again, but this time it's with blockchain. This time it's with crypto. Right. And so for those that are you know interested in something in the tech field, that's definitely a field that is rising so so um, quickly today. And there's not enough people that are interested in doing that to fill in all the open positions. So um, it's just so much opportunity, and you know you can absolutely run your own. Um, blockchain business if you wanted to. Um, but right now I'm very happy doing web development because it really does give me the opportunity to meet a lot of people. And this is one thing that I like to do as well is have this one-on-one, -on -one, you know, conversation with people that live in Las Vegas that are looking to build a website so they can run an online business or a marketing business. It's just a very enriching experience. Thank you for saying that. It definitely, there's always, always opportunity in the tech industry. So can you think of a time that you planned something and it didn't go accordingly? And how did you make it work? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, um, there's always, you know, um, surprises when you're working in the tech field. And I think it's just kind of the nature of the beast because, you know, you can be comfortable with one platform and, you know, the next day, it can be outdated, it can be obsolete. That's what we call obsolete because nothing really expires in the tech field. There's no shelf life, but then I guess one thing that has, you know, um, uh, something that goes against it is that it can be obsolete because there's always gonna be something bigger, badder, faster, that's gonna be cheaper to operate. And so for me, um, I think it was really learning the nature of that and sticking to the tools that I always used. It wasn't the, there's never a one-stop solution in terms of, you know, building these websites for my clients. And I always used to stick to the same tools, to the same architecture, but then I learned, I quickly realized that, hey, you know, I have to be open to learning different things, even if it's outside of my comfort zone, because I'm more definitely of a front-end developer. I like to focus on the UI. I like to focus on the design, but it's definitely useful to be well-rounded and to open, you know, um, your eyes to the opportunities that there is as a back-end developer, as a full-stack developer. And so just really um, knowing that, hey, I didn't plan to know about all of this, you know, th these different things, but being open to that, I think that has definitely helped my career in the long run. That's why I'm here today. Thank you. I could not agree more to that. Things change all the time. All the time. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the hot seat. So this is the segment we provide in death question to learn more about you as our guest. So Ben, who did you look up to growing up? Yeah, you know, there were a lot of influential people around me when I was growing up, but I gotta say, because I was pretty transient, like I was born in Korea, I lived there for about six years, lived in Guam for about 10 years and I came here. So 
Um, I grew up not really around my relatives, not with my friends, yes, but then there was a period of time where, you know, I had to move, so I still have in contact with them, but then um, definitely that number has dwindled down over the years, but that one person that's always been there for me is my brother, and my brother is someone that I always looked up to because he's always had his head straight. He was someone that I can rely on as a role model, um, even though things were going bad, you know, within the household, financially, and, you know, we went through some rough patches. My brother was always there, um, just not only as a support, mm -hmm. as a role model, but also as a friend. And I think I'm really lucky to have that because, like uh, you mentioned in the beginning where I like to go to music festivals and do things like that, I'm hanging out with my brother at these events too, and we have a lot of common interests, and I feel very lucky to, you know, have him, someone like him that I can call my brother. Thank you for sharing that. What's your age gap? Three years. Okay, yes. Yeah. So it's perfect, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not too much, not too close, you know? Yeah, right. It's always important to have that person in your life. Exactly. So what's one habit you do daily? So even though I'm quite busy, you know, and I'm always just sitting on my computer chair, just always typing away on my keyboard, I like to, you know, try to be active. So every day, at least for about 15 minutes, I get on my Peloton bike and I just ride that thing just so that I can, you know, burn some calories because, you know, I'm not eating healthy 100% of the time. I will admit to that. But then I think that just, you know, being active and also even if it's just like walking my dog, that's something that I like to do as well. Just staying active is something that I always try to do every single day because I know I'm kind of in that situation where I have to be always on the computer chair and whatnot. So being active, being in the Peloton, that's something that I like to do every single day. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I attended a Wow. Workshop one time and the presenter actually said that exercise to him is a non-negotiable. And that stuck to me because I was like, yeah, that's right. You know, we're all given 24 hours, but then we decide what to do with that 24 hours. So, exactly. yeah. So after I heard that word, I was like, there's no excuse for me not to walk you know, or jog a little here and there, but definitely it's a non-negotiable. Thank you. And it also keeps your mind healthy as well. As you said, you're always sitting and you're always in front of your screen. So getting up and doing your Peloton, I think, breaks the monotony, right? Yes, it does. Even though you're staring at the screen again <laughs> on the Peloton, it still helps because you're moving your legs. Right, <laughs> right. And it gives you that, what do you call it, the feel me good serotonin mm -hmm. uh, after workout. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Good. So what's your favorite tool to use that helps you run your business? So I would say that Google Calendar is a must. I just love it because, you know, it's free, it's convenient. Um, if it didn't remind me about different events, I probably even won't be here today because I would have forgot because there's just so much different things that's happening in my life. And so I really like to use something like that, an organizer like tool to basically, you know, remind me of the things that I have on my schedule. Um, a close second would be this uh, tool called Basecamp. Mm -hmm. It's very similar to um, uh, like Google Calendar, but it kind of takes it to the next level because you can write notes um, and it's more of like a project management system. And so if you're juggling many different projects at one time, then it really helps you keep organized. And I think that's just one tool that's just critical in the type of work that you know any entrepreneur does is staying organized and anything that can help you is a win in my book. 
Yeah, staying organized is really important because, it's, as you said, if you don't put them on your calendar, then it's not happening, right? Exactly. And in the same way, I have my phone. I rely heavily on my phone, and I have reminders all the time. I have my alarm set, my timers. And if I were to lose this phone, forget about the purse, really. I need my phone, you know, because I'm lost if I don't have it. But really, as a entrepreneur and running your own business, you have to stay on top of things. If my house is on fire, I'm grabbing my phone and my computer. <laughs> Everything right. else, uh, I can replace it. Right, there you go. <laughs> so what's, best, what's the best part about working for yourself? I know you kind of touched on this slightly, mm -hmm. but what really is the best part? Yeah, I think it's just really, once again, harking back to that autonomy, just, you know, you yourself can, you know, set your own schedule. So I think having that freedom where, hey, if you really want to take Tuesday off, you could take Tuesday off. You know, obviously you would have to plan accordingly, make sure that your projects are going to meet its deadline um, for you to be able to do that. But just having that option, it's a little bit difficult to have, you know, that type of freedom if you're working under a corporate setting, if you're um, working for someone else. So I think having that freedom is definitely a plus. And also, um, you know, having the opportunity to help, you know, different people, because when there's folks that's coming to you with a problem and you can be that person that's granting them, you know, that solution. It's just, even that in itself is just so rewarding. And so I feel like that's just one of the many perks that, you know, I have when I'm running my business. That's very true. I really think that you do such a great job helping, especially when I email you and I need your help, right? So thank you so much for doing that. So I gotta ask the other one though, what's the worst part? of working for yourself yeah you know i would say the worst part is that even though you try your best to stay organized and you try to stay on top of everything that's going on sometimes you know um it can be a lot because um you being your own boss as great as it sounds it definitely brings um it's it has uh, its pros and cons and one of the cons is you know if you have to wear many different hats and you definitely learn to appreciate that over time but then for someone that don't like finances for someone that don't like accounting or taxes and things like that. Well, you're still going to have to be involved in it. You're going to have to deal with it, you know, whether you want to or not. So I think just when you're, especially when you're starting off, because most people, when they're starting off, you have limited resources and, you know, you don't have the funds to hire a CPA and to hire a project manager and things like that. So most of the time you're wearing all these different hats so you can, you have to do it yourself. And I think that's what causes some burnout for many people. And, you know, there were many times where I felt like I was getting to that point where I was burning out, but you know, um, like any, like anything, if you can overcome it and if you can plan it, I feel like, you know, you can definitely get to that that finishing line and once you do it's just so good because once everything is just squared away that's when you could take tuesday off you could take wednesday off and you know just enjoy yourself so it's definitely kind of a full circle where you go through you know peaks and valleys but i would say that in the end it's always rewarding right i agree because business licensing getting that takes some time but thank goodness we have nevada grow and mbda to help so yes. you know just a plug-in for that. Um, thank you. If you don't got no sauce, then you're lost. Mm -hmm. But you also get lost in the sauce. So we're about to talk about the sauce. This segment gives us more insight on our guests where we ask, what is your special ingredients for your business? And tell us why nobody can actually replicate what you do. So Ben, 
Tell us what makes Studio Canvas a business. Nobody can duplicate what you do. Absolutely, yeah. So I would say that um, one thing that I have um, that I take pride in in what I do is just even though you know. If you really think about it, there's so many different places where you can go get a website. You can build it your own. You can hire someone. You can outsource it. You know, there's many different developers across the world. But um, really, what I feel like I can offer to my clients when I'm talking to them is adding that level of personalization. And whether that means you know、um, meeting them face to face, having these conversations. Uh, taking photography and adding that layer of you know、um, their own business that someone from across the world can't do even if they、uh, even if you outsource their work to them they can't you know fly out here talk you know, talk to you face to face take pictures for you take videos for you and things like that because when I do meet、uh, have these conversations I go visit their business I go to、um, you know their physical building like the the other week I was over at a barber shop because I'm making a website for. My client that owns a、um, a barber shop and just walking in there and just seeing the surroundings, seeing the clientele, seeing the customers, that type of information that you get when you're there, when you're actually there, is something that you can use even more when you're trying to translate that into a website, into their business, because that's really what it's about. When these um、uh, clients and these customers come to me and ask me, hey, they want a website. I don't want to just get a template, you know, from a website that's a restaurant template or barbershop template. I want to actually take the time to know what their branding is, what the direction that they want to go in, and for me to have the opportunity to visit them, see what it's like, see you know what type of tools that they're using, see what type of customers that they're interacting with. I think that's very special because I can actually take that you know information and try to translate it onto the website. And I think、uh, the clients do appreciate that because once again, it's, it's so much harder to do that when you're just doing it from screen to screen. When you're you know there and you're breathing in the air and then you're seeing everything around you, then that's a whole different experience. And so I think that type of、um, I guess element that I can offer to my clients is something that kind of sets me aside from a lot of different companies. Wow, that's just beautiful! Oh my goodness, because we do know that the website is the、uh, marketing tool and promotion for the business. So I'm so happy to hear that you do provide that personalized, you know,、um, help and guidance that you give to your、um, clients. But I gotta ask though, what's your secret ingredient? Secret ingredient.、Um, I don't know if I have a secret ingredient, but then, in in addition to the personalization,、um, really just at the end of the day, and this doesn't even pertain to my business, but just having the great customer service. You know, you know whether it's you know an email that they send over to you or a phone you know call that they send over to you. I think it really does speak volumes when you actually take the time to answer, answer genuinely, and then understand why they're reaching out to you. You know. Because just leaving it off to the side, or you know, trying to、um, maybe giving it to someone else so they can take care of it, I think you know that's not going to fly well for anyone. And whether you're in web development or whether you work in the you know food and beverage business, do people like that interaction? And even if maybe I don't have the、um, solution to their problem, 
um, if I can understand and if I can try my best to help them, mm -hmm. then I think that's something that's well appreciated. And so with that being said, something that I offer to all of my clients, um, whether they um, want a small you know, marketing website or a full-blown e-commerce website, I always give them a 100% refund. Wow. Um, yeah, that's guaranteed. If they're not satisfied with my work for whatever reason and if I can't help them and if they're not satisfied, I give them their money back because um, at the end of the day, what I'm trying to do is just help other people and it'll help people across the valley because I know as a business owner myself how difficult it is to try to do things you know, um, out here and run your own business. And so if I can't provide you that solution and this doesn't match what your requirements and expectations were, I want to give your money back so that way you can find another person that may you know, bring you to that point. And that's something that's in my contract and I'm very transparent about it. If someone's not happy, then you know I have no problem giving their funds back. Good thing is that I haven't had that occur yet. So that's I think that's much. good. Yeah, but you know, if that ever does occur, I would have no problem um, you know, if I can't uh, give them the solution that they're looking for. Wow, that just speaks volume of you guaranteeing your work. And uh, I think a lot of your clients, you know, with you not having to refund, they're very satisfied with your service developing, you know, their websites. I got to add, though, you know, ever since I met you, I'm, I'm actually blown away with your professionalism and you have great work ethics, I have to say. And you communicate very well with us. And for me, being a very novice, you know, <laughs> working with a website, I've worked uh, with other websites before, but, you know, there's always I wanted to learn and there's always improvement. Right. But you listen that's I think that's the one of the things I, I I noticed about you is that you listen to what we need and want and you actually deliver and um, I think you know with you being um, professional and I, you've never missed our meetings you've always been reliable and very prompt I think the whole thing it's a recipe for success. I really think that you have all the right ingredients to be a successful web you know, developer and designer. Thank so. you. <laughs> so we have come down to our happy hour. This segment is where the host and the guests give toast to your success. Um, we ask what's going on and what's great and what's big. And um, then everything that you shared with us is just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what is something that's going great for your business worth celebrating? Yeah, I mentioned this the other day, but really it's um, working with you and the whole staff at uh, MV Grow. That's definitely one of the highlights of my, yeah, of, uh, you know, working in my business. Uh, just really just surrounded by like-minded people that's, you know, uh, interested in entrepreneurship and business. It's just amazing because, you know, prior to this, I've worked with business owners, but then they're very focused on the business that they're operating as they should. But with Envy Grow, I think it's great because there's just a whole diverse mixture of different, you know, all business owners, whether they have their own, you know, nail salon or if they have their own, you know, fitness, um, you know, um, business. So it's just great to be surrounded by different um, type of uh, people that, you know, want to focus on their business. And I would say a close second is uh, launching my own app that's, you know, that's in the works. That's very soon. Uh, that's going to be uh, released to the public. So that app is going to help a lot of 
retail shops, uh, forward-facing retail shops really uh, display their inventory. And I want to make this like a turnkey solution for these business owners to really provide a very clear way for um for their business to basically showcase what type of in the inventory products and services that they have. So that's in the works that should be um, released to the public uh, very, very soon. I would say within the next month or so. So I'm very excited about that. We're looking forward to that. So before anything else, I would like to um, part with a gift from the Bib podcast. Oh, cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thank you. Right. And Ben, you know what? We have a toast right here. And I just want to say, you know what? I wish you the best success personally and professionally. And I also wish you the never ending growth for your business and of course, prosperity. I think you have the right ingredients really. I mean, as young as you, I mean, I think you are gonna be doing great things and I would like to see your name maybe someday, you know, I feel like we found a, a, a budding art, artist and then now we're like, I'm looking for, you know? but anyways, I think you, you're gonna do awesome. Thank great. You so and much. I, I really appreciate, this is such an incredible conversation with you and I look forward to working more with you in the future. Likewise, thank Toast. you so much for having me. Yes, thank you.